Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. When you love meat, you find a way to take it with you everywhere you go, especially when it comes to getting outdoors. That's why Smithfield has so many high-quality, delicious meats that are perfect for any outdoor adventure. Whether the park you're headed to is a national park or just the one down the street, like Smithfield marinated roasted garlic and cracked black pepper fresh pork tenderloin, expertly seasoned for on-the-go flavor, or prime fresh smoked ham that'll have you building on-the-go sandwiches packed with flavor. Smithfield Extra Meaty Back Ribs bring hand-selected perfection to the backyard, and Smithfield Anytime Favorites will help you take the ham you savor to the places you love. From diced ham that'll turn any picnic into an outdoor feast, to hickory smoked boneless ham steaks that are the perfect cap to any hike. The great outdoors just got greater with Smithfield. For the love of meat. everybody what's going on welcome to the nomad strength show we are doing a solo show today and we are talking a little bit of nutrition uh, with this one i get a lot of questions about uh all kinds of nutrition topics really but um one that gets questioned to me a lot or gets asked to me a lot is the topic of intermittent fasting and at this point i mean this thing has been around long enough that most people have a, a solid understanding of what it is, but uh, so this isn't going to be a a podcast where I'm I'm telling you what it is or you know it's like groundbreaking stuff here. Most of us probably have a pretty good idea. I will do a little bit of a breakdown in case there's some somebody that listens that has never even heard of it before. Um, but what I wanted to do with this is uh, explain why for the purposes of my coaching and and really my training and what I'm going for right now, it's been very beneficial for me. Uh, this isn't something that I, you know, I think is the the only way to do things. It's not the only way to do things. I don't recommend it for everybody. Um, but there's a lot of instances that this can be a very beneficial protocol to follow. And I'm just going to break down why I use it in my own in my own life with what I'm doing training wise right now, and uh, why I would recommend it to the guys that do work with me, um, and why it's beneficial for them. So that's going to be the the topic of conversation today with the solo show. Uh, if you guys have not done so yet. Uh, please go, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, um, leave a, a five-star review and review the show. If you know, rate and review the show, if there's a little uh, paragraph to write something about it, if you enjoy uh, the show, there's going to be a lot of things changing and coming soon in the next couple of months in terms of podcast sort of scenery. Um, this uh, podcast I'm doing right now, I'm actually live streaming the video of in the Nomad Tribe membership. I don't usually post the videos public for the solo pods, but I do post them in our membership site. So, uh, but what I'm going to start doing, we've got some 
some build out things happening in the shop behind my house. That's going to be the future podcast recording studio. That's going to look really dope when we get that all done. So there's going to be a lot more video content coming out of this stuff here in the next couple of months. But if you enjoy all the other stuff that we're doing, uh, please go rate and review, subscribe to the show on Apple or on Spotify. It really does help. And it's been crazy the last couple of months. The show's kind of really like, uh, you know, I don't want to say blown up, but it's grown quite a bit in the last couple of months compared to the previous, you know, 10, which was pretty cool. Um, so thank you for all of those of you who do. So enough of that. Let's dive into intermittent fasting. So we're going to start with the what it is, right? So it's a period of, uh, a period of restricted feeding. It's also called time-restricted feeding uh, is another commonly used phrase for intermittent fasting. And uh, the point, there, there's several points being. So let's start with this. This isn't a, uh, a singular goal-minded type of protocol. There's a lot of different ways that you can utilize this really no matter what your goal is. Some some things make it more difficult to do, uh, especially if you're trying to put on muscle mass and gain muscle. It's really hard to get the amount of food and calories that you need to do that in a time-restricted window, uh, especially if that window's only six, six to eight hours. So um, there are instances where it's not the most optimal way. However, <clears throat> if we're using intermittent fasting, or time restricted feeding, uh, a day would generally, you know, a day would generally look like a uh, a fasted window would start at the beginning of your at the end of your last meal of the day. So let's actually start this the night before, right? So say you get done eating at eight eight p.m. Uh, your window starts at eight thirty or eight p.m. Whatever that time is, your fasting window will generally go the the recommended starting point is anywhere from uh, like 12 to 16-ish hours. 12 if you're brand new and you don't think you could last very long without food, right? Um, But I often start somewhere in the 14 to 18 hour mark for recommendations. Most people settling in 14 to 16 hours. Um, Because what that'll look like if you're done eating at eight, your next meal would be the next day until noon, right? So essentially all it is, is a, uh, is missing breakfast. But I don't even like to say missing breakfast because it's deliberate. It's not like you forgot or you you just didn't make time for it. The plan is to not eat for 14 to 16 hours. Um, there's several reasons for that that I have found to be m- the most beneficial. There's a handful of things that we can really dive into on the science part of this stuff, right? Um, I operate from a very anecdotal perspective. I do look at the the studies and the things that work because this can all be very you know can all be very individualized but i am very interested in how i feel operating on certain protocols how the guys that i work with feel when they operate on certain protocols and what those actual results are and then we tweak things based on those results right so one of the things that i have noticed in several years of doing this myself and coaching it that time restricted window or that elongated fasting window really just helps me feel less bloated because I'm giving my digestive system a break from having something being forced down it every couple hours or more frequently than that for those of us who kind of just graze all day long, right? Most people in, in our modern, you know, culture or, you know, modern times where we have an abundance of, of things to, that we have access to that throughout human history, we did not, right? Most of us 
probably can't remember a time in our life where we didn't have three meals a day. That's what we all grew up with. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, all the time, right? And uh, we that concept is so new to human existence that we always have the availability of being able to eat every four hours or every three hours or whatever it is. Um, we always are putting things through our digestive system and it's always working. So one of the main benefits that I have found by utilizing intermittent fasting is that it just gives my digestive system a break, gives my gut a break. I feel less bloated and, uh, I feel a lot better feeling less bloated. And it's one of those situations where you don't really know how how bloated or how much work your gut was doing until it's not doing it anymore and you're not feeling bloated. Like a lot of us have just sort of settled into how we feel as what's supposed to feel normal, whether or not that's actually what is supposed to be normal. It's become common. It's not necessarily normal. Uh, And so once you've experienced what it's like to not feel super bloated all the time, right? Then you're like, oh, wow, I can't believe this is how I was feeling all day long. Uh, I feel so great right now. And I'm not just, this is, you know, just a, one of the things that I have noticed that the the bloatedness and the, and the ease on my digestive system really made a difference for me. And I train and I, a lot of the guys that I work with train during that fasted state which uh, this is a question I also get all the time. Like, what if I'm my training only happens in the fasted state? What about the window of gains, right? Uh, you know, most people's, if their goal is general fitness, if their goal is just, I want to be healthy, uh, you know, it's not about packing on muscle mass or I'm trying to hit a certain weight that I'm gaining weight for because again, it can just be difficult to get the amount of calories needed to gain weight in a very time-restricted window. So if the goal is just general health and fitness, feeling better, moving better, I've got better blood work numbers, um, I don't have a problem training on in a fasted window. I actually feel better training on an empty stomach uh, than I do with anything in my gut. I tend to feel a little bit lighter on my feet. I tend to feel like my core can be activated and, and utilized a little bit easier rather than when there's something in there that's being digested while I'm training. Um, but the big question comes in, well, don't I need something immediately after I train? And the answer is no, you don't need something immediately after you train. Uh, because if that were the case, you know, there's there's this concept that like, if I don't get something in the first half hour of me training, I'm going to lose my muscle mass. I'm going to lose my my gains, right? With a Z, gains with a Z. And it's it's that's just not the truth because there are things that are in our body that are designed to help protect our muscle mass so we don't wither away if there is a period of uh, of long periods of time without food or fasting or, or if we're fasting, right? Because for a long time, there was no guarantee that there was going to be food that day. And so if that was the case and we were always going, you know, maybe we're eating several times a week, uh, maybe we're not eating very nutrient and stuff, maybe there's not a lot of meat in our diet, right? But Here's the thing, if if that was the case in our bodies and if we didn't get something immediately after levels of high exertion to quote unquote uh, save our muscle mass, we would be withered away. Uh, and, and most of humans would not have survived very long uh, because they would have just withered down to the bones because food was, you know, 
not a super reliable source when you had to go get everything you ate. And so there are things in our body that when fasting for a longer period of time occurs, they actually kick on this muscle preserving state. Now, that's not to say that you can just like only eat one meal every three days and you'll retain your muscle mass. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying uh, it's not an immediate thing where if you don't get something within a, in a period of high exertion, you're going to lose what you just lo- did in the gym. That's, that's not the case. Now, if our goal is to gain muscle mass and that's a, in a, a, an appropriate window for you to be able to just get some more calories or more protein or whatever it is, then that's a great time to do it. Um, but if we're training in a fasted state, it's not the end of the world. If you train early in the morning, but I'm still not going to consume anything with caloric density until noon you know, four or five more hours, you'll still feel good. It'll take some adjusting because your body's going through a level of exertion. And so post, you're going to think like, I need food. After the first handful of days, you'll actually realize you don't need that food right away. Um, And again, I'm going to keep coming back to this because this is not going to be something where I'm saying this is the only way that you're going to be uh, healthy or lose body fat or whatever it is. This is something that I have, I have gone off and on. You know, I still have periods of time in my own training where I don't utilize an intermittent fasting protocol. Um, and there are times where the, the guys that I work with, I don't always recommend it to them, but this can be something that is beneficial if you're looking for something to, to maybe start, or you need some information on why this can be beneficial. Uh, here, this is why we're doing this. It's not the be all end all, but I have found it to be very successful in, in a lot of cases. Um, the next reason of why it can be very successful if we're on a weight loss specific journey or body fat loss specific journey is it is just restricting the amount of time that you're allowed to eat in a day. And really, you know, if we're talking about caloric restriction, uh, there, we can get into all kinds of nuanced arguments about if it's just calories in versus calories out or what kind of calories they are. I mean, all of that matters. All of it matters. It's not just one thing matters. It's not this thing matters and this thing over here doesn't matter at all. There's all kinds of infighting. All of it has its place. One of the things that we struggle with generally in the West in this time is that abundance of food has just been made it very easy to overconsume it all, right? It's always available. So we can just always just reach a hand into a cupboard without even thinking about it and begin eating. This is a very important way to help control a lot of those urges, right? So whether or not it actually comes down to the calories in versus the calories out, like that, that's a totally different argument from another day. What this does do though is help confine the amount of time you're able to eat. So it's more of a mental exercise for a lot of people than anything because you're just telling yourself, no, I'm going to go a little bit longer without eating. I don't actually need food right now. I'm going to be fine. And uh, that's a struggle for a lot of people because they've gone, like I said before, their whole life with at least three meals a day, oftentimes more. And if you're in a position where you're needing to lose weight, the chances are it was more than three or there's three and then a bunch of snacks or you're grazing and doing all the thing and we're over consuming. So this is a very good way to bring it back. uh, And, you know, portion control was such a big thing for a long time, like just eat a little bit less or, you know, like stick to what you have on your plate. You don't need more and go back for seconds and thirds. This is just a different kind of way of controlling how much is actually going in because they're, especially if you're someone who grazes all day, now your quote unquote all day is only six hours. So it's not like you're going to scarf your face every minute of the day for six hours. And if there is that chance that you're going to do that, 
then we've got some different things we need to work through, first of all. But it's going to make it easier for you to keep your intake under control if it's confined to a very specific eating window. And that's really a big benefit of why I like this with a lot of people who are on a weight loss uh, protocol or that's one of their main goals is because they're you know, we can attack the quality and say like, hey, we need to focus on lean proteins or animal proteins, uh, you know, seasonal fruits, go all through all the quality thing of the actual food choices. Um, and that's going to help a lot in itself anyways. But if now I'm saying to somebody, look, you've got eight hours to get this, this food in that's required and we're going to eat good versions of this food, we're eating high quality food, it's going to make a big difference. And so that's another big reason why I like uh, intermittent fasting for a large number of people because a lot of people come in with weight loss goals. You know, a lot of people want to come in and lose body fat and look better. This is a very easy step to take without overhauling everything that they're doing because a lot of this is going to be like, what's the easiest thing I can do and continue to do it every day? We've talked about habits on this podcast podcast a ton. And it's all about what's the simplest thing I can do that and make it repeatable so that I can be successful long term. And so this is why I think this can be very beneficial. Right now, to give you guys a breakdown on, on kind of what my my whole thing is looking like, because I'm training jujitsu several times a week, I'm still weight training several times a week. So, uh, But I am going through a little bit of a phase where I'm trying to drop some pounds for an upcoming uh, competition in jujitsu several months out. I haven't actually decided which one yet, but I know I want to get into another one this summer. But I'm wanting to drop an entire weight class, uh, which for me is going to be about 15 pounds. I didn't want to just do that in a water cut in the last three and a half weeks, right? Which a lot of fighters do, a lot of guys do. I didn't want to do that. I'd rather get back down to that weight and feel good and feel strong and be on the higher end of that weight class so I feel good uh, when I go into that next competition. So I'm utilizing an intermittent fasting protocol right now just because it's what I've had the most success with in the past when I need to drop some pounds. And so right now, my eating window, uh, I usually float between 16 and 18 hours on a fasting window. So I'm like six to eight hours on an eating window. And I usually finish my last thing in the evening somewhere between 8 and 8.30. So if I'm going on the longer end of the fasting window, I'm usually not getting anything till like 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon the next day. Uh, but I'm sticking with main uh, super... I'm, I'm really focusing on protein. So we're going after lean proteins, going after fatty proteins because I'm going for, you know, I, I, I do intermittent fasting, but the quality of what I eat, I follow a very Weston A. Price influenced model where it's it's very animal based in nature, uh, seasonal things mixed in if it's produce or otherwise. And so that's the protocol that I'm on right now. And it's been a couple of weeks. I'm already down a handful of pounds. Like I'm feeling good. I'm my my energy's not waning, which, you know, I'm I'm technically training between jujitsu and and weight training. I'm up to seven, eight times per week because I train jujitsu three or four times. I still train uh weight training three or four times. So depending on the week, I do double days just depending on what day it is. Regardless. It's what's working right now, and it's one of those reasons because I know I'm not going to make myself be eating all day long or there's no chance that I'm going to be grazing throughout the day when I'm working at home or doing anything else. I'm not going to be just grabbing for things as I leave the house or or grazing throughout the day. I'm, I'm restricted to that eating window. And for me, that's a very mentally beneficial thing because I don't have to worry about it any other time of the day. Uh, I'm not thinking, what's my next meal going to be? 
at 8 a.m. after I've just eaten breakfast. Uh, I'm not always thinking about food. I know I don't even need to think about it until the afternoon. So I can focus on all the things I need to focus on during the day. I get work done, be productive. And that's why I think for men specifically, that intermittent fasting can be a very beneficial thing because uh, the concept of always having to think about a meal can be mentally very taxing. And this is something that we run into a lot in in fitness when people are on all kinds of different nutrition protocols and they're having to count macros and they're having to, you know, they're counting calories. So they're doing all these things, which all, the, all those things can be beneficial, right? But if it's getting to the point where I'm always thinking about food and I'm always thinking about like, I just finished, okay, like now what do I need in my next meal? How much do I need of this? And it's just this constant thing. It's always in your head that can be very mentally taxing. And there's a lot of things that we have to focus on as guys. And, you know, if food's one of the things I don't have to focus on very much, I'm totally good with that. I would prefer that. So knowing that I can spend all morning and not even take a break to eat because I'm not eating in the morning anyways, Hey, that's a bonus. I can just wait until the afternoon and now I'm on, now I've got my meal ready or whatever it is and and I'm back on plan, right? So these are the several reasons why I think this can be a very beneficial thing. Uh, it's it's worked very well for me. Anecdotally, it, it works very frequently for the guys that I train and I coach. Um, so if it's something that you've always kind of wanted to dive into or are curious about, I hope this was able to give you some idea of, of good ways to go about it and also like why it can be beneficial for you. I would encourage you if you're going to try it, give anything you try, give it 30 days. Uh, it's, it's not going to be something where you're going to, and I hope it isn't anyways. I know there's a lot of people that kind of struggle with this where it's, it doesn't work in five days or less. And so I'm going to, you know, I didn't get the results I wanted. It's been four and a half days. Time to try something else, right? Give it 30 days of, of disciplined effort and see how it goes for you. If it works, that's fantastic. You can continue. If not, that's great too. Now you know one one more thing that doesn't work for you. It's going to narrow down to the things that do work for you that you'll find at some point in the future. So hopefully this was helpful. I've been getting questions about it a lot lately. So uh, I wanted to do this this podcast for you guys today. So that's all. Uh, Got a lot of good stuff coming down the pipeline on the podcast. So stay tuned and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Mm -hmm. 